Blog Talk Radio. Chuck Scoop with a special report from WBEA News. Uh, as Beantowners know, there's been a quite an unrest in Beantown over the past few weeks. Dogs have been disappearing at an increasing rate. What started as a few separate incidents has now become an epidemic. Obviously, Beantowners are concerned, and we're here to address this issue. Actually, we've got a live feed right now that Officer Lima is on the scene of a disappearance as we speak. Uh, Officer Lima, are you there? That's right, Chuck. I'm actually on the scene of, of an incident right now. There's a, another dog disappearance, and I'm down here investigating, and uh, it's actually evolving as we speak. So you're saying this is a recent incident, then? That's exactly right, uh, Chuck. I'm, I'm at the house of Mrs. Kavanaugh, who's the grandmother of a young sprout, Stuart, 
who she's been providing care for over the past few months. And she's been noticing things in the past couple of weeks that uh, I think may lead to a solution to this actual mystery. That's right, um, Officer Lima. I've, I called you in because I've noticed something strange about my grandson, Stuart, that he, uh, he, he's always been, you know, a good boy, but, you know, not, not the most studious of, of sprouts. But the past few weeks, he's done nothing but wanting to do homework, which is totally out of character. I mean, he was a child that liked to play outside, to do video games, you know, and he did his sports. But now he just tells me that he spends hours in, in his room doing homework. And I, 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 I really can't put my finger on it. Well, actually, I don't see any concern for alarm. I mean, what's, what's wrong with a sprout doing his homework? Well, actually, nothing. I mean, that homework, doing homework is an excellent thing, but not when it's, it's all the time. He's, he's compulsive. He's obsessed with it. And, and, and more than that, he, his, his whole mood has changed. He seems nervous all the time. In fact, I would say he's frightened. And he won't come forth and tell me what's wrong. Well, Officer Lima, do you mind if I step in here for a second? Uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, this is Chuck Scoop at WBEA News. Uh, may I ask a few questions? Oh, my goodness, Chuck. Is this actually you? I, I've been waiting all my life to, to meet you. It seems like I'm just one of your biggest fans. I have your pictures all over the, 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 the bean pot here. You know, I, and I've actually written you letters, fan letters in the past. Have you received those? Uh, I, I seem to recall those, Mrs. Kavanaugh. But, listen, Mrs. Kavanaugh, right now, the issue at hand is, uh, what do you think this homework issue has to do with missing dogs? Great question, Chuck. Actually, we found evidence that we think will shed some light on this case. Isn't that right, Mrs. Kavanaugh? That's exactly right, because when Stuart would finish his homework, I've been observing something. It's not the normal type of homework. The, the homework seems to be, I don't know how to say this, but it seems to be alive. Uh, alive? Uh, uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, this is Chuck again. Are you trying to tell us that you think that the homework is actually alive? You know, to uh, keep uh, truth in reporting, I, I have to, I'm embarrassed to ask this question, but uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, are you on any type of medication? Well, maybe a few high blood pressure pills, but what are you inferring, Chuck? Uh, Chuck, actually, why don't we let Mrs. Kavanaugh continue? Thank you, Officer Lima. Well, Chuck, here it, here it is. Here's the scoop, okay? I woke up this morning, and my pet, my pet dog, was missing, all right? And, and there on the floor was, was Stuart's homework. And around the homework, Chuck, was fur. No Betsy, but fur. Betsy's fur. Just his fur. What do you think it means, Chuck? Oh, my goodness, no. Are you saying? That's right. The homework ate the dog. Homework's eating dogs? Oh, my goodness. Officer Lima, what do you think of this accusation? Well, actually, Chuck, this is quite a twist, isn't it? Because for years, Sprouts have been claiming that uh, the dog has been eating the homework. We've got ourselves a right fix, don't we? Yes, we do indeed, to say the least, Officer Lima. Right now, we're going to take a commercial break and be right back. Welcome back, Beantown. As you can tell, we're in shock here with the accusation that the homework is eating the dogs. To uh, follow up on the story, Lance Legum is right now at homework headquarters. Lance, are you there? Yes, I am, Chuck. This is just horrible, the idea that homework is eating dogs. 
Um, yes, um, we're trying to get an interview right now with the head of the Homework Association, Mr. Al Jabra. And uh, we, as soon as we can get that, we'll be right back to you. Well, in the meantime, in the studio, we have Principal Pinto of Beantown Elementary School. Principal Pinto, the news is out. Homework may be eating dogs. What's your take on this? Well, Chuck, down at the school, we have been noticing that homework has been coming in in proportions we've never seen before. So you think there's actually something to this? Well, Chuck, students always claim that the dogs are eating their homework. That's not happening anymore, so you draw your own conclusions. This is actually too much for me to wrap my head around. The idea that homework is eating dogs, this is nuts. I've just been alerted that Lance Legume is ready for that interview with Al Jabra. Are you there, Lance? Yes, I am, Chuck, and Mr. Jabbar is ready. May I call you Al? Absolutely, but when do you think you will call? Oh, Al, it's just an expression. Of course I knew that. I was just trying to make a joke. Well, these are pretty serious times, Al. As you know, accusations are that homework's been eating dogs. What do you have to say? Well, we're not ready to make an official statement. But if you think about it, it's not unreasonable that this might be happening. It's totally within the realm of possibility. What are you saying, Al? Think about it. For years, dogs have been eating homework. Don't you think that after a while, homework would get a little upset and try to strike back? I mean, you can only take so much. There you are, sitting on the desk. You've just been completed. You're ready to be passed in the next day. And all of a sudden, some big pooch comes along, opens his big mouth, drools all over you, and then just gobbles you up. You think that's nice? So you're saying that you're actually condoning this? Homework eating dogs? Don't you think this is a little drastic? Well, of course. We are not trying to claim that this is across the board okay. There may be a few homeworks that are taking the actions into their own hands, and we can't be responsible for them. But you have to understand, they have reasons to be upset, always being eaten by the dogs. Don't you think there can be some common ground? Of course. We are not ruling out the possibility that there can be a peaceful settlement. But I will say this. If the dogs continue to eat the homework, don't be surprised if the homework eats the dogs. Well, you heard it here first, Chuck. My goodness, Lance, this is absolutely unbelievable. Do you know what this means? Well, absolutely, Chuck. It's obvious. You could have bean pots where homework and dogs are going at it constantly. Dogs eating homework and homework eating dogs. There'll never be any rest. Well, thanks for that, Lance. This is Chuck Scoop for WBEA News. Stay tuned for further developments. Chuck Scoop with an update on the homework dog conflict. Last week, Officer Lemur uncovered evidence that seemed to point to the fact that homework is now eating dogs. Last week, we had interviews with Principal Pinto of the Beantown Elementary School and also with Algebra of the Homework Association. Today in the studios, we have Chief Sparks, who's representing the dog side, and representing the homework, Mr. Algebra. Gentlemen, thank you both for appearing today in the studios. Well, thank you, Chuck, but uh, I wish I could say that I was happy to be here, but the past three or four weeks has been very, very stressful for the uh, dog community. We've lost a lot of friends in the past few weeks. Dogs are disappearing at an alarming rate, and it's all the homework's fault. I object to that. How can you claim that it is all the homework's fault? Maybe the dogs are just disappearing by themselves. Or did you ever think that the dogs started this in the first place? Well, it wasn't our fault. We didn't think of the idea. It was the Sprouts who started it in the first place. They started telling everybody that we were eating the homework. 
And after a while, we felt it was our responsibility to help him out. So we started to eat the homework. We didn't know. There you go, blaming it on the sprouts. You think just because they said it was true that you had to do it? You didn't have to do it. You have to take some responsibility for this. Well, maybe that was true in the past, but now it seems that you guys are overreacting and it's, it's tipped the balance in your favor. There are more dogs being eaten by homework than vice versa. Well, of course, what did you expect? We have to try to even the score? This has been going on for years. How many millions of homeworks were eaten by the dogs before we decided to do well, something about think it? We're take this line it was down? day after day, year after year. Decade after decade, century after century. Dogs eating the homework, and homework doing well, nothing about well, it. General, Finally, we General, got sick of it. That is what down. we got. We have to restore some order here. We have to get some kind of solution so that the whole, whole of Beantown doesn't go crazy over this issue. Right now, we have a special guest, Mrs. Cal. Governor Stewart, her grandson Stewart, is in the studios right now. Stewart, welcome. Well, thank you, Chapman. I'm a little nervous to be here, actually. Well, you should be. Look what you started, uh, Stewart. You and your sprouts. Well, I, I realize that, Chief Sparks, and I, I apologize. Well, you should apologize. You started all of this years ago when you started telling all the teachers that dogs were eating the homework. Well, I mean, what would you do, Chief Sparks? I mean... It's easy to blame a dog. Well, you know, I mean, who else are you going to blame but your best friend? I mean, that's what best friends are for, to, you know, take the blame when you don't do your homework. Well, that's not what you do to a best friend, is it? I mean, look at look what's happened now. Dogs have been missing because they've been eaten by some crazy homework. Uh, at this point, we'd like to bring in a surprise guest, uh, Principal Pinto from the Beantown Elementary School. Well, Principal Pinto, you've been listening in the other studio. What do you make of all of this? Well, Chuck, this is very distressing to think that we believed the sprouts that the dogs had actually eaten their homework. We, we thought it was true. And now to find out that we've been fooled and that, that the sprouts lied about this, this is shocking. Well, Stuart, I think you owe an apology to every bean here for what's occurred in the past few weeks. I'm sorry. I apologize. And I'm going to apologize on the behalf of all of the sprouts in Beantown. We won't. We don't want any more homework eaten by the dogs, and, and we certainly don't want any dogs to be eaten by homework. Well, that's 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 good enough for me. I mean, I'm willing to to lay down and, and, and talk about peace here. Well, it was a very moving testimonial on the part of Stuart. I, congratulations for having the courage to come forth. And yes, it's been a terrible tragedy. And I agree. I think it's time to make peace. Well, there you have it, folks. Chuck Scoop for WBEA News. Well, I guess that'll put an end to the silliness of dogs eating homework and homework eating dogs. And now maybe we can move forward. Good night, and thank you for tuning in. The blues are getting me a rocking chair. When I get the blues, I get me a rocking chair. Well, the blues overtake me, gonna rock right away from here. Now, when I get lonesome, I jump on the telephone. When I get lonesome, I jump on the telephone. I call my Tell I'm on my way back home Now flip, flop, and fly I 
Firefighting Dalmatian with a safety tip for Fire Prevention Week here in Bean Town. Lately, we've been having an outbreak of small fires due to little sprouts releasing their gas near open flames. So this is a little warning. The next time you're near an open flame and you're in the mood to release a little gas, for your protection, don't. Otherwise, it's a great way to get your high knees singed. Jay Sparks for Fire Prevention Week here in Bean Town. Bean Towners, this is Bucky down at the Crockpot. Boy, have we got a weekend for you. Comedy legend Rodney Beangerfield will be in town for six big shows. Rodney will be doing some of his favorite bits, such as... Hey, Beans, great to be here. Hey, you know, 
I got no respect. I never got respect. Heck, when I was a sprout, I was so tiny, my father always told me to leave. <laughs> the other sprouts got to play in the garden. I always ended up in the compost team. Hey, it was rough, let me tell you. I had a rotten banana as a playmate. Oh, it was rough. It's the time I got that job as a coffee bean. That was a grind. I tell you, it was awesome. Hey, we didn't even have a bean pot. I grew up in a tin can. Rough right from the start. When I grew up, I ended up in the can. Hey, wasn't he great, folks? For more, be sure to come on down. Six big shows this weekend at the Crockpot on the corners of Chuckle Ave and Laugh Boulevard. Um, on 
blog talk box. That's right. I mean, I'm sorry, podcast box. And uh, just check that out because and look for Bean Town Pals under there. So, you know, go to your app store and uh, get uh, podcast box. And then inside the podcast box, you'll find Bean Town Pals. And all our latest episodes will be there. And you, you don't have to, all you have to do is just press that little button on your mobile device and you're all set. So what do you say? Yeah, uh, let's let's uh, let's see what. Uh, well, let's let's have let's let's see if I can come up with another story here. Uh, oh, this is always a good one. Um, you know, there's a lot of suspense. The time that Betty and I were trying to get Socrates back when he was uh, locked up by Rex in, in the the gang. Here, here we go. Well, boys and girls, big goings on in Beantown tonight. Bucky and Betty are on their way to Succotash Swamp. To save Socrates, the school bus. Let's listen in and see what happens. Well, Betty, here we are. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is gonna. This is not. Are you up for this? You're gonna be able yeah. to do this. I'm real. I'm up for it, but I'm a little nervous. Well, but Socrates means a lot to me. Well, yeah, because he's the school bus, and he means a lot to everybody. And you know, this is very serious because you know we were at the garage today, and you know, boss took the call to go get him. But by the time we got there, you know, Rex always listens on our radio, and, and he he and Vane and Muncher they put their tell the tow truck on him, and they dragged him to his. His yard, and I'm really nervous because you know what they do. You yeah, know. Rex does those calls all the time, and he gets he gets there before you get there, and and he takes them to a different. Probably well, he's here. He's got them over here, and he cuts them up for scrap that's the metal. That's, that's what, what I'm worried about. Yeah, and that, that that could be what they're doing to Socrates right now. I know. Well, you know that's why we got to come to his oh. rescue because yes, yeah, poor they, Socrates. I well, I think it's all think right. He's okay? it's, I, I think it's okay. He could you, be cut up right well, now. Well, I know, but listen, we got to get. Over. It might be too late. Daddy, calm down. Just calm down, oh. all right? We got to. We'll just walk real quiet through the woods here. We should have just. We uh, you know, we, we gotta go. Teeth? 
Betty. Yeah, I had a chip in my tooth. Yeah, but you don't. It, it, uh, Betty, it's not the time to brush your teeth. Can you wait till you get home to brush your teeth? Oh. Don't you get. Look, if we get those dogs. Hygiene is important. Yeah, but if we wake those dogs up. And we I've wake, never had a cavity before. Yeah, that's good, Betty. Not that I'm talking about your teeth. There's dogs, dangerous dogs, there's wrecks. There's vein, there's muncher. If they catch us, we're in big trouble, okay? Yeah, I want to... You know why I want to help, Bucky? Tell me. Because Socrates, he used to do my homework, That's and right. I got an A-plus in math That's because right. of Socrates. Because He's really smart, you know. They have, well, they have all the kids left in, you know, their backpacks. On, on you, know, the, you know, they forgot their backpacks because little beans do that. Well, he he would do the he would open and read the books. That's how he got to be so smart. He was able to do all the kids and Bean's homework, you know, when he when he did that. So okay, look, I think we're getting really close. Now, okay? Oh, I'm ducking low, Bucky. I'm ducking low. Okay, just wait a minute. I can I can see him, but I don't see the dogs. You don't see the dogs, do you? I, my my, my feet are really muddy. Okay, I know that. It's gonna take a long time to I clean your shoes. I was just kidding. I, I really probably should have okay, brought my what, boots. what is that? What I don't know that? why I brought my what shoes. What is that sound? Is that that's not a phone, is it? Don't don't tell me that's Hi, your Kimmy? phone. Hi, Kimmy. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a swamp with Bucky. Yeah, we're help. We're saving Socrates. You Socrates. can't be talking to Kim now, Kim. Wait a minute, hold on, Kimmy. Kimmy. What, Bucky? Yes, Betty. Look, do you want to wake the dogs up? You want to get bitten? You can't get bitten. All right, right. hold on. Okay, just... Kimmy, I gotta go. Yes, yes. Bucky's. Okay, Bucky's look, not in the cell. We only got a little longer. All right, bye, bye. Little bye, Kimmy. A little longer to go here. Let's go. Okay. All right, look. Here's the gate. Here's the lock. Now, oh, that's a big lock. Right, it's a big lock. All right. Now, you know, Do you have a key? No, I don't. I, why do you think I'm going to get the key? You think Rex just gave me the key? Have you got something? You got a saw? No, I don't have a saw either. I, do, you have, and, do you have a bobby pin? Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I would, That would do the trick, Betty. You gave me a bobby pin. All right. Thank you very much. Let me see if I can slide this in here. Wow. One oh, try, Betty. You're looking pretty you, good. Wait. You did really good, but what is... Oh, my gosh, if you open the gate, those dogs shine out. Oh, look, I see one walking by there. <gasps> okay, wait till he Those goes. dogs' eyes are glowing. I know. They see us. Betty, Betty, Betty. Betty. Don't let them smell you. Don't Bucky, say nothing. Bucky, you got to lower your voice. Okay, I'm trying you to get you to hear you. I've got to watch out. Okay, look, wait till they go around back. They, they patrol, you know. They just keep walking around the fence. If we wait a little bit, they should be out of sight. Okay, look. Okay, I'm going to open up the gate. Okay. Yeah, I know it's squeaking a little bit, but that's all right. Okay, look, Betty, stop. You you start going. Start going. Start. You start I'm running for Socrates. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna run for Socrates right. now. Okay, good. Right. Oh, oh, wait. Do you hear them? Here they come. Here come the dogs. Okay, Betty, 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 throw them the chips. Throw them the chips, Betty. Throw them the chips. Your chips. Throw them the chips, Betty. Throw them the chips. You don't, do you want to get fit or do you want them to bite the chips? Throw them the chips, Betty. Okay, look, that's good. Okay, that'll keep them busy. That'll keep them busy. Great. Okay, look, we got. I got the door open. Betty, get on the. Get on Socrates. Get on Socrates. Forget about the chips. We'll get the chips later. Okay, we're gonna start. Here you go, Socrates, old buddy. We're gonna start you up. There we go. Let's get him out of here. I think we're all set now. Well, boys and girls, that was really close, wasn't it? I thought those dogs were going to get Bucky and Betty. Well, Socrates is on his way back to Beantown, and tomorrow, all the little beans will be happy when they get on board. With a four-leaf clover and a horseshoe 
wishbone shamrocks got me shook. Singing abracadabra in a cat's eye. I wonder, wonder if you love me. Guess I'll ask the star above me when the moon is bright canary yellow. It'll really be amazing if that crystal ball I gaze and says I'll always be your steady fellow. Lady Bud, silver dollar rabbit foot. With a four-leaf clover and a horseshoe. Wishbone shamrocks got me shook. Singing abracadabra in a cat's eye. Though your words are smooth and soothing, don't you feel it's time for grooving? Come on, Daddy, lock me while the fan is going. Uh-huh. Keep it cool, my ducky, lucky baby doll. I love is lucky when you walk me down the aisle, do it strolling. Ladybug, silver dollar, rabbit foot. With a four-leaf clover and a horseshoe. Wishbone shamrock got me shook. Singing abracadabra in a cat's eye. <laughs> Fever and an itchy, twitchy feeling, and the green mosquito must have bit us. Got us rocking like two robbers, making moon talking, bobbing like a firefly, fishing and a slashing. Ladybug, silver dollar, rabbit's foot, with a four leaf clover and a horseshoe. Wishbone sham rocks got me shook, singing abracadabra in a cat's eye. Only me, there's only 
They won't see them by the sky Right here behind my eyes Replaying in my mind Light it up Everywhere, come on down this Sunday. Sunday! From Beantown Speedway. Sunday! For the championship race. Sunday! Between Rex and Bucky. Sunday! Come on down. Sunday! Sunday. Beantown Speedway this Sunday. <laughs> hey, all you cool beans. That's right, all you space time travelers. You want to. Travel to a world of new dimensions. Go beyond where you've been before. Get some far-out flavors. Some tasty pastry. Well, then get in your spoon and drive on down to your local cosmic muffin donut and coffee shop. For all you beans who want to let go, the cosmic muffin super-duper brand muffin. You let go, all right. You'll be better off for it. <laughs> better off. Wow, look at that, boy! That was a close call that day at the uh, at the Rex, you know, and trying to get back Socrates. And boy, I guess we got lucky. That's why I had to play that lucky ladybug. I love that song, and. Uh, well, you know, if you're looking for a good muffin or a good cappuccino or a little latte, a little espresso, then don't forget down to get down to the cosmic, the, the, the cos, 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 what do you say that? The cosmic muffin. And, um, you know, have, have a little fun there. How about a little music from uh, Chuck Berry? Here we go. I want my jockey to play Roll over Beethoven I gotta hear it again today You know my temperature rising The jukebox blowing a fuse My heart beating rhythm And my soul keep a singing the blues I Roll over Beethoven Tell Tchaikovsky the news I got the rockin' pneumonia I need a shot of rhythm and blues the rolling off the rider sitting down at a rhythm review. I roll over Beethoven, they're rocking in two by two. Well, if you feel it and like it, go get your lover that's real and rock it. Roll it over, then move on up just 
with a triumph of bourbon and reel and rock with one another. Roll over Beethoven, dig these rhythm and blues. What is the secret to success? The first rule is trust yourself. And what I mean by that is, is so many young people are getting so much advice from their parents and from the teachers and from everyone. But what is most important is that you have to dig deep down, dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who. And I'm talking about not what your parents and teachers want you to be, but you. I'm talking about figuring out for yourselves what makes you happy no matter how crazy it may sound to the people. So rule number one is, of course, trust yourself no matter how and what anyone else thinks. And of course, rule number two is break the rules. We have so many rules in life about everything. I say break the rules, not the law, but break the rules. It is impossible to be a maverick or a true original if you're too well behaved and don't want to break the rules. You have to think outside the box. That's what I believe after all. What is the point of being on this earth? If all you want to do is be liked by everyone and avoid trouble. The only way that I ever got any place was the breaking some of the rules. Which of course brings me to rule number three. Don't be afraid to fail. Anything I've ever attempted, I was always willing to fail. You can't always win, but don't be afraid of making decisions. You can't be paralyzed by fear of failure, or you will never push yourself. You keep pushing because you believe in yourself and in your vision. And you know that it's the right thing to do and success will come. So don't be afraid to fail. Which brings me to rule number four, which is don't listen to the naysayers. I mean, how many times have you heard that you can't do this and you can't do that and it has never been done before? As a matter of fact, I love it when someone says, no one has ever done this before because then when I do it, that means that I'm the first one that has done it. So pay no attention to the people that say it can't be done. You gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta love it, it's gotta be what you are supposed to do. You wanna sing, even though they wanna invite you to Carnegie Hall, you gonna sing to anybody that listens to you, including singing to yourself. You gotta write, even if no one published your book, write because that was given to you to do. You do what it is you're supposed to. You're supposed to build something, you're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it, learn. Do whatever is required. It's necessary. If you want it, you got to go into action. You got to be willing to experiment. You got to be willing to fail and to succeed. You got to be willing to form and to develop new relationships. 
It's you, it's on you. You gotta make that happen. Nobody's gonna bring it to you on a silver platter and say, here's your dream manifested. No, it's hard. Yes, it's hard. It's difficult. That's right. And it's worth it. And that brings me to rule number five, which is the most important rule of all. Work your butt off. You never want to fail because you didn't work hard enough. I never wanted to lose a competition or lose an election because I didn't work hard enough. I always believe leaving no stone unturned. Muhammad Ali, one of my great heroes, had a great line in the 70s when he was asked, how many sit-ups do you do? He said, I don't count my sit-ups. I only start counting when it starts hurting. When I feel pain, that's when I start counting because that's what makes you a champion. That's the way it is with everything. No pain, no gain. Whatever it takes, I would do. That's the answer I want to hear from you. And if you do not see it, and if you do not believe it, who else will? That takes me to rule number six. Whatever path that you take in your life, you must always find time to give something back. Something back to your community, give something back to your state or to your country. Remember those six rules. Trust yourself, break some rules, don't be afraid to fail, ignore the naysayers, work like hell and give something back.
just fall.